Are there two meniscus in, in each there's leg? Like, well, there's like, you can do different sides of the meniscuses. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, a week ago, I did. How are you feeling? I feel okay. I think the pro- I think I have, s- I think the stitches hurt. That's what the problem, because I'm just limping around and stuff, but I think oh. that's because it's stitches. Do they need to be taken out or they, they don't dissolve, right? I think they dissolve eventually. Okay. This is fun talk. <laughs> um, I did want to say, I realized, I just realized, they gave me some medic- some medications, mm-hmm. medicine. And you had told me, do not get tramadol. Because it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And I wrote down tramadol. And so <laughs> when I came time to get medication, I said, well, I guess I can have tramadol. Oh, no. So they gave me tramadol. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure about that. You told me you told me a second time. Not good. I tried half half a pill. And yeah, it gave me like just hours of like not good. Lu- lucid nightmares. Right. So after that, I said, no, you know what? I need Vicodin. I cannot do tramadol. I need... Vicodin because I've had Vicodin before and I have not had a bad response to it. Still only took half a pill. Uh, I'm not sure it helps with pain. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it just sort of relaxes me. But I noticed to a lesser degree, I also had a lot of like weird dreams and stuff like that, like yeah. half asleep, half awake. And you know what I realized? I always thought I would be like a really good opium smoker, but I'm thinking I might not be because these are opioids and this is like opium junior. Yeah. Oh, and it's not doing... <laughs> So no no H for you? No. <laughs> no, like actual opium, like opium den. You I know, see. Like, yeah, yeah. You know why, like, why would you think you'd be a really great opium? <laughs> like, you want to elaborate? I al- I just always figured, like, if I could, if I was a hard drug user, yeah. I mean, aesthetically, the opium den yes. seems... Because um, you'd be in a silk dressing gown, right? I would be in a silk dressing gown. It would be very hygienic. Everyone around Wait, me... You would- do know what an opium den is like, right? Yes. You wear a silk dressing gown. Mm-hmm. You're on a bed. Yeah. A velvet bed? A, well, no, silk bed. You silk have attendants okay. who refill your opium. <laughs> Is that how really? it works? They pour you more opium yes. when you're done. <laughs> yeah, and then you just sort of like dream, just dream, right? Isn't that how opium dems work? What movie are you referring to? And I, th- I think I saw a drawing once. <laughs> <laughs> did I do that drawing? Maybe. Because <laughs> I did a drawing for an opium party. Yeah, so I guess I'm not, I guess, disappointing. That's all I can say. Aww. I mean, I don't like it to try and go to sleep with. I've decided. Yeah. Uh, running around town? Fine. No. Yeah. It, <laughs> just it helps you drive. Yeah, right. I drive a lot better when I'm on a um, cloud. opioids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say really quickly, my doctor was in Shanana. He was also your doctor. He did both of your knees. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, why you always got to outdo me, Barbara. Triple kids, double the knees. I know. And I was on a job that had me go back to work the next day and run a session for eight hours. Yeah. High as a 
kite. Yeah. That's entertainment. It is. My doctor also, right when like I was about to go under, he, for everybody out there who watched Nip Tuck the way that we did, when the doctors uh, started to do, oper- uh, you know, cosmetic operations, they would always start the music. Uh-huh. It would be some, some great song. Some montage music. Exactly. My doctor started up Dire Straits, <laughs> Money for Nothing. And the nurses were complaining. They're just like to me. They're sort of like close uh-huh. to me. And they're going, Oh God, well I guess I've heard I guess I've heard worse. <laughs> and I didn't know who could hear what. And also I don't mind that song because we used to watch the video for it. Mm-hmm. And when so I, I did not want to piss off my doctor, but I also kinda liked the song. So I, I the last thing I remember saying was, Oh, I like it. It reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listener Jeremy suggested, wouldn't it have been cool if, uh, while I was under anesthesia, would be that rudimentary computer 3D? Oh, from, computer? The, yeah. <laughs> from the video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're going to put a link to the video because yeah. it's been 40 years it since been. it was released. Yeah, literally. Okay, so <laughs> BB, what's been going on with you? I have not been able to socialize because I've been at my knee. And by socialize, you mean go to the roller rink because yeah. that is our social life, I know. Yeah. Every time I go, right after... Oftentimes on the drive home, mm-hmm. I call Vera yeah. and I give her BB's rink report. Yes. And I have gone three times. Without me? Oh, no, I've gone way more than that. But just in the last three, I've gone three days in a row. Oh, yes, because you took your, your child there as well, huh? I t- yep. And then I also took a dance class that the LA Roller Girls held. Oh, yeah. You were there. You were at the roller rink three days in a row. Yes, Vera. I am addicted. Oh, wow. I love it. And Vera, okay, so I will give the roller rink update because I'm sure everyone's dying to know. They are. Before we do our review of the next three chapters of Heartbreak, our book by Florence Henderson. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? Williams. (laughs) I was close. Williams. By Florence and the machine. Nope. Okay. Um... Let's see. Okay. What, but I do want to mention something else. Vera, yes. we have a roller coven. We do. We have an Instagram group. Every week, there's like more and more members. I think we have we have a lot right now. We have a lot. Because I'll, I'll just, I posted a casual photo like, ooh, me and my ever-growing, you know, group skaty of ladies. skaty lady gals. What should we call ourselves? Well, you know, sorry to tell you this. We already named us the roller coven. But <laughs> I, I would just put it up and then message after message after message after message. Mm-hmm. When? Why? How? When? Yes. Can I? I've always wanted to. I've been thinking about it. I already have roller skates. I've been in... no, and no gal gets turned away. No. I, I, I basically what I do is I add them to the group and then go, hey, is it all right if I add you to the group? Like, <laughs> <yeah>. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then some of our listeners who are not in Los Angeles have been also contacting us mm-hmm. and saying, I have roller skates and I've been roller skating. So our roller coven has actually become international. It has. It is. That's true. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the be- it's basically it's the best things. Okay. So let's see. A lot has happened since our last roller rink update. Um, some I've added some people to the cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me tell me about them. Okay. How about this? Yeah. Stone rolled fox. Yes. Okay. That's the one I was trying to think of. It's. Is this the guy with the dreads? Yeah, like I've never seen him. By the way, I just no, no, because dance. you haven't been there for a couple right. weeks. So I'm. This is what I'm reporting back to her. Yeah. I'm like trying to do my work, trying to do my due diligence. Thank okay? you. So I don't come back in a couple weeks, like you not know, knowing anyone, not knowing who's who. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you know, there's someone else. Is he? Uh-oh. I mean, this is a whole other thing. You're, he's like a dorky hipster uh-huh. with a massive. Mm. There's like a lot going on in his pants. 
Mm, are his pants tight that you could see it? Or what's They're happening? not even that tight. But, so the package is just, is, it, is he like the rental package? I don't know. Is it a party package? Party package. Party package. <laughs> you know, you go, you want to have your birthday at the roller rink, you're going to get a party package. But Vera, is it offensive to, to talk about someone's... Yeah, would you say Boobs McGee is is going around in circles? No, no I wouldn't. No, no. So, so we need to... But if your pants are that tight... But you just said they weren't that tight. You said the package was big. I'm, I don't know, Vera, I'm confused. Okay, what are his other characteristics? He's a hipster. Go- goofy hipster, yeah. Goofy no, hipster. but that's not why I would talk about him, though. That's the thing, Vera. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to cut all this stuff. Are you? No. Okay, well... Can people tell us? Because I, 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 I do not want to be offensive, and I, I would don't never. Either. I would never name somebody based on their. So I'm the asshole. What? I'm the asshole. No, I'm saying we would never. No, well, you just <laughs> said I would never, but um, but we're twins, and so. Oh, okay. I don't know if if anyone wants to write it. If anyone with a giant package wants to write in or call in. Yeah. This is me learning. Help Barbara learn. It's just, it's an enormous package. Is it's it being like delivered. dragging on the ground? Yes, or it, it is. is. Yes, I'm afraid it's going to have to get its own rentals. He's got a little skate. Like those baby skates. skates. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, we all adore our DJ. We do. Don't we? No nickname for him. Do we ever have a nickname for him? No. Just DJ? DJ Kennedy. The other night he played a song and I was like, this is a very pretty song. And then he's like, hey, <laughs> I wrote this song. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. But uh, yes, and we all love him. And also Vera. Yeah. Interesting Quinky Dink. I, I requested a Tom Waits song and uh, he played Tony Fanciosi's song. That is very interesting because a couple episodes back, we talked about one of our cast of characters that we, we call We call him Tony Fanciosi. Yeah. So I think that's a what huge, a, I think that's, I think we're all on the same wavelength. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's synchronicity, right? Yeah. That's rinchronicity. It's rinchronicity. It's rinchronicity. And it's beautiful. Who else? Oh, oh. So yes, I did bring a child with me mm-hmm. and I saw her teacher there later on mm-hmm. and we talked about her and he gave me all this wonderful advice and then said, you know, next time you're here, make sure you find me so he can like give her extra attention and stuff. It is such a community there. Yeah. This is the same teacher that I had him the very first time I went. And I was trying to go backwards. And there's just nothing that was going to get me to go backwards. And he held my hands, you know, even though COVID was raging, as it still is. Mm -hmm. And there was still nothing in the world that would make me go backwards. (laughs) He's like, okay, well, just lift your feet. And so then I was just standing there lifting my feet. But I wasn't moving. Uh Huh. Huh. Now that's actually impossible. So I was like, how the fuck did I was you like that? marching in place. <laughs> and he was so patient. Yeah. And then I got nervous and then I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom. My nose like right, right there? No. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> and then they had to clear the rink and um, clean it up. They did, yeah. They, uh, they told everyone to get off the rink. <laughs> it's like in a swimming pool when there's an yeah. accident and everybody, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so e- the teachers, we're still not going to tell you where we go, but figure well, it out. And where just, or when. We're where, not going to tell yeah, you any I mean, of that. now it's like every day, so. Yeah. But if you're if you're a cool lady. Yeah. You know what, Vera? I'm cool with it being cool ladies, too. Yeah. But we will have, we'll have an honorary fellow once in a while. Skatey mateys. Skatey mateys. Yeah. Yep. That will, that will happen, but it's got to be a really cool fella. So we're going to do heartbreak. Vera, the feelings are just still like just rushing over this book. It's it's a challenging Barbara I just I want to tell everyone that we actually already recorded an <laughs> yeah. hour 
on these next three chapters. And what did you say to me, Barb? This is a heap of garbage. You said it's so difficult to edit down this hour. I don't want to edit down this hour. And what did I say? <laughs> That's true. You said, uh, don't edit down this hour. That's what I said. Well, then don't. That because was very freeing. I'm sorry. And I, lo- and I love you. <laughs> if it's not if it's not fun, we're not doing it. And I, well, I felt during that hour, we were like working out some shit that didn't, we oh, don't need to do that in front of I totally, people. I totally was. Yeah. So I we're going like to reliving my divo- my first divorce in front of you. We're going to do the high, the highlights. Yeah, I think we I think we can maybe keep it a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's something. Can I tell you a realization I had today in my therapy session? Uh, a revelation. A revelation I had in my therapy session. Yeah. I was talking to her about, I felt a little mel- melancholy today. Mm-hmm. And it's because I realized, I finally put a name to this thing that I do now when I talk to people. Mm-hmm. That, like, if I'm on a date, I've been on a couple of hinge dates lately. I am recognizing, I'm finally able to put a name to how I talk to them because I'm like talking to these people and I'm realizing that I'm putting up like a, I'm going to call it my hard candy shell Mm. because it's like me being as charming as I can be and as smiley, Mm. but it's like a persona almost. It's a protective layer and it's not like I'm being grumpy or in a ball. I'm being open, but not really. Like Mm. it's like a sweet me that's not me kind of thing. And I was talking to her about that, about how scary it is for me now to to like entertain the idea of being, of loving somebody again. Mm -hmm. And she was saying like, I think that's good because people open up too quickly now. Mm. And it got me thinking like, because all this book is about her marriage and her divorce and stuff. And I've been thinking a lot about my first marriage and how, um, about that. And I said, why? Why do people do that? And she said, there's a couple of reasons. One of them is like, you find familiarity with that person. Mm-hmm. Often it's like you recognize somebody's bad, you know, it's like the bad stuff. Like, oh, you know, say they're not like trauma bonding or something. I, I get it. It's like, it's like you go, oh, that person's like, I don't know. Clearly they're an alcoholic. Like I recognize that there's alcoholism in my family. You know, and and I want to be a part of that because that's familiar and it's comfortable. Mm, Okay. And then there's like sexual attraction where it's you just want that so much that you're not going to get to know them first, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about like the, the first my first husband, like how we knew each other for nine months. And that's probably has a lot to do with why we connected so much. Yeah. Because we actually got to know each other for a very, very long time. Like a very, very long time, you know, before we yeah. connected. And so... Which is my favorite way to, to date yeah. somebody. Well, except I didn't do that with my husband, but still. But you did get to see him. Yes. Uh, performing for a very long time before that. So that, yeah. that did feel like I... You know, the weird thing about Blaine is that he doesn't do like... I mean, yeah, once in a while he'll do like a... Look, the wife and his jokes is not me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I did not shit when I saw that he fixed the toilet. Okay, for example, is one thing. Uh huh. Um, but I, he does do a lot of stuff from his life, so I, I did get the gist of who he was, and I really liked it. Okay, you knew your ex-husband for nine months before you guys started dating. Yes, and oh, and she was. So my therapist was saying, I think it's a good thing that you have some wall, not wall. She did not say wall. That you're guarded about yourself and that you need to get to know somebody for a while before you you know I mean you think about you actually did work with your ex-husband I did work with my ex-boyfriend and I'm sure you went out to lunch I went out to lunch with my guy Mm -hmm. and we would have like just conversations where you would exchange info Mm -hmm. like that seems like a good way to get to know somebody where am I going with this I mean it's like there's there's that kind of conversation is it different do you find do you find co-worker conversation different than date conversation oh yeah okay so why 
in both cases, don't you sort of want to know that you're compatible with that person? But I think you're like, the pressure's off. You're celebrating being friends and being a... Getting to know somebody. Yes. But like the dating... It's an audition. It is. And it's very, I mean, like with co coworkers already have the job. Is that... <laughs> no, I mean, I, no, I'm trying to make some comparison. I'm trying to... Well, with online dating, you don't know this person at mm-hmm. all. Like you're trying to figure out yeah. to, to really boil it down for both. I think you're trying to find out how mentally stable this person is. And you're trying to figure out if you are, like if there's a spark... You know, with a coworker, you're probably not trying to figure out if there's a spark. Or are you? Or are you? Or are you? I mean, it moves fast with someone that you've met. Like, the the point is to date if it's someone you've met online. Yeah, okay, right. I, I got it. Know. Okay, I got it. I'm just, these are just questions. I don't yeah. have answers. Oh, I changed one of the things on my profile um, after going out with somebody who was like, whoa, you so triplets. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Hey. Yep. What'd you change? I changed. I have quadruplets. Yeah. <laughs> then, then it's it's like it's nothing. It's barely nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing at that point. I just I put a thing about like let's let's make sure we're on the same page about family. That the kids are great. Okay. And that should not scare. Like if it's that scares you, then this was a whole sentence that you put down. It was a voice prompt. No, oh, was really? A voice prompt. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So you guys can hear voices. Yeah. Okay. It's voice recognition, which I'm sure is some other crazy data mining trick, but right. Yeah. So and then and then at the end, I was like, even if it's something casual, sorry. You did that voice. Sorry. No, I mean it's to me, it's not a burden. It's the best thing of my whole life, and you know. Anyway, so I don't want to have the conversation again where it's like I've just fucking blown someone's mind because well better to blow their mind now than so i have a (laughs) oh yeah i forgot this podcast is all about (laughs) s and d okay s and d fucking dick okay babla yeah can i read this message real quick (gasps) yes okay this is from mallory this is from mallory you might remember mallory had written in over the summer when pre-reviewed a book for us called uh ethical slut and mallory was trying to decide what to do she was trying to decide if she should get back into a one-on-one relationship or go for a poly thing and this is after she went through a divorce and has a she has a kid yeah yeah okay so um i forgot to send my love sucks update (laughs) it's been almost nine months with the same guy but we're on a break again although they never last this is my first time with an avoidant attachment type and oh. she's an anxious if you don't know what that is go i think what was our when did we do attachment the attachment book that was like number three our, sec, our second podcast or something was it yeah did we do that one with amy yes okay Dear amy. it's called attached attached it's yes. a wonderful book and it's a wonderful interview with a beautiful woman go back and listen to it please um and it's been incredibly painful to navigate but i love him deeply and i'm torturing myself going back and forth yeah mm. that's so baby that sucks also best sex of my life okay so now we're now we're getting somewhere and not so easy to walk away from anyway i'm starting therapy again on the 18th because clearly i need it yay i think if this doesn't end up working out i better just stay single for a good long while probably good i didn't attempt polyamory i have a lot of work to do on myself xo mallory oh damn it mallory i'm right there with you though as far as the boatloads of work yeah. Good for you, though. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, ugh, the going back and forth and, oh, God, the anxious attached with the avoidant attached. 
is a nightmare. Best of luck to you, girlfriend. Yes. Make sure you keep us updated. I really love when you write in. Yes, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice to hear that update. All right. So this has been a lovely twinterlude. We're recording insights into the second three chapters of Heartbreak very soon. Yeah. And then I'll give a little recap, a little summary, and then we're going to go over a couple of points that we found interesting or twinteresting. Twinteresting. Bye. Bye. Join us on Instagram at the Poobell Twins underscore Daily Lady. You can also give us money on Cash App, dollar sign Daily Ladies. You can also give us a five-star rating whenever you listen on podcast. Also, you can give us a great review. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.